Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Yesterday we read from Jeremiah 31 verse 35 and today we're going to back up a little bit and we're going to read verses 33 and 34. I mentioned yesterday that Jeremiah was sharing with the children of Israel who were about to be carried off into captivity because of how disobedient they'd been to God and how disobedient their rulers had been to God. And Jeremiah has been telling them things that God has been saying to them. And I think it's so powerful to think about how these people had this prophet, this voice piece of the Lord, who was literally opening up his mouth and speaking for God in mighty and powerful ways. And not only did they not want to believe what Jeremiah was saying, because they didn't like what he was saying, because it wasn't all rainbows and sunshine, but they were ignoring him. And even when he was saying the positive stuff, they weren't taking the encouragement and they weren't um, changing from what they were doing to what they were supposed to be doing. So in Jeremiah 31 verses 33 and 34, God is speaking and he says, then actually I'm going to back up and I'm going to read verse 31 and 32. The Lord says, the time is coming when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and with the people of Judah. It will not be like the old covenant that I made with their ancestors when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt. Although I was like a husband to them, they did not keep that covenant. This is verse 33. The new covenant that I will make with the people of Israel will be this. I will put my law within them and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. None of them will have to teach his fellow citizen to know the Lord because all will know me from the least to the greatest. I will forgive their sins and I will no longer remember their wrongs. I, the Lord, have spoken. I think that's so powerful for a number of reasons. Um, It makes me think about Jesus, right? And how Jesus is the one who has given us the forgiveness of our sins from his sacrifice on the cross. And God doesn't remember our wrongs anymore. And when we have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, because we are saved and sanctified, then we can truly say that God is at work in our lives. And it's powerful the way he will give us just revelation of his word and understanding. And so I'm going to emphasize, actually, I'm going to pause. We're going to pause. I want you to think about a time when God has revealed himself to you on a very personal and powerful way. And if there hasn't been a time like that, then maybe you know of somebody else that that's happened to. So think about that and we'll be right back. When I think about some of the personal ways that God has shown up in my life, it just amazes me. It'll be um, something that he responds to that I've specifically asked for. And not necessarily material, but I might ask God about a situation or I might ask him for direction or I might ask him for clarity. And there are plenty of times where I don't hear anything and then I'm trying not to have a temper tantrum. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure I'm not listening right. I'm pretty sure God's answering me in those times and I'm just not listening well. Um, But there are other times where God just shows himself so strong. He just shows himself so miraculously. There have been times where I've been in church and there'll be a sermon and the person is literally speaking on behalf of God 
in in exact words that I had been using earlier in the week with God. It's mind-boggling. So if you've never had an experience like that, a very personal experience and encounter with God, then I encourage you to spend more time praying, spend more time reading his word, because the more time you spend communing with God, the more you are going to be um, in tune with hearing from him, in tune with receiving from him. God does desire to speak to us. He does desire to dwell with us. These verses, the new covenant that I will make with the people of Israel will be this. We are under the new covenant. When God says, I will put my law within them and write it on their hearts, the Holy Spirit is within us, helping us to do what is right in God's eyes. And then he says, I will be their God and they will be my people. None of them will have to teach his fellow citizen to know the Lord because all will know me from the least to the greatest. I will forgive their sins and I will no longer remember their wrongs. I, the Lord, have spoken. I just think it's so powerful, this idea that people will know God intimately um, from the least to the greatest. I love that, that God is not a respecter of, of person or position, that God loves all of us, that no matter what we've done, no matter what we've done, God is going to forget those bad things that we've done, the sin that we've done. God is not holding it against us. He has forgiven us through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, and he desires to pour out his love upon us. So whatever you've done, whatever your secret shameful past might be, or your present, (laughs) or things you're thinking about for your future, trust and believe that God loves you. He loves us with an everlasting life, and those sins are already forgiven, and we are truly, truly blessed to be in relationship with God because of the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, because of the indwelling of his Holy Spirit. So I pray that this is encouraging to you. I pray that as we live our holiest hot mess lives, that we can be mindful of who God is and all that he has for us and the love that he has. He is not a God who is keeping record, keeping score, looking to catch us at doing the wrong thing. But he is a God who has arms stretched wide, just waiting to embrace us, waiting to hold us, waiting to encourage us. He is their God. That's what he says. He's going to be their God. And he is our God because of who he is in us because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. We thank you that you told the children of Israel that you would be their God. And we know, Father God, that you are our God and that we can stand on your promises and trust and believe in your holy word because you love us with an everlasting love. You love us so much that you sent your only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Lord, that is not an empty promise, but is a promise of beauty and love and compassion. Help us to operate out of the knowing and the trusting and the believing that you are who you say you are, Lord God. Help us to live our holiest, hot, best lives in a way that is pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray that this was a blessing for you. I can try to keep them short. (laughs) I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and come back to hear more tips and strategies of how to live your holiest hot mess life. God bless.